You are now listening to the Human Launch Project Podcast. For more information, check out thehumanlaunchproject.com. And if you've yet to do so, please hit that subscribe button so you don't miss another episode. Hey guys, what's going on? This is Dave. What's up guys? This is Antonio. And this podcast is going to help you stress less. Declutter. The inspiration for this podcast came from a book uh, recommendation. I saw a post by Robin Sharma, and he posted his um, quarantine reads at the beginning of this pandemic. And one of those books was, it's called Goodbye Things by Fumio Sasaki. Um, it's, it's a book about decluttering your life, minimalism, Japanese philosophy of Donshari, and uh, we're gonna we're gonna break down um, ways of reasons, ways what Donshari is, and like how to really declutter your life. And we're not just talking about like minimalism, f- like f- with physical items in in your surroundings, but you know also like emotionally, spiritually, you know things like that. Just to to make room for positive thoughts and. Uh, you know, alleviate some stress. So here's a cool quote for you. If you've ever, if you're ever unsure of what to do, choose the thing or action that sparks joy. Marie Kondo. So Danshari is a, uh, it's a Japanese concept. It's composed of three ideograms or um, three Japanese characters or symbols, and they represent um, Don, it stands for refuse, so like the refusal to be a consumer and the refusal of accepting unnecessary items into your life. Uh, sha is to dispose of, um, to, so disposal of, of like mental along with physical burdens. And uh, the re is to separate, so detaching yourself from material possessions. And again, this isn't just material physical possessions, but we also uh, claim material, um, like psychological mm-hmm. possessions. So Danshari is, it's, it can be think, thought of as a, as a cure of some sort, almost like a treatment. And, uh, you know, it could be like a calculated balance of your lifestyle and thoughts. It's, a form of sustainability, it's clarity, it's reduced stress, it's it's liberating. You know, when we're when we're surrounded by so many objects, our mind gets consumed of just you know thinking about all these things, whether you believe it or not. Just having you know a desk full of clutter, you're thinking about every little item that's on there unknowingly, and you're allowing for your mind to. Uh, leave some what's known as um, thought residue mm. on the, each one of those objects, you know, not allowing for full processing of your thoughts. Donshari is a, a form of enlightenment. It's a form of efficiency. And really for me, and we'll get into this later, it's been like a, a level of balance in my life. It's It's offered 
where at one point I was, I had a, a bunch of clutter on one side and things that I wanted to get done and put my efforts towards. And now I'm finding uh, a really nice balance in my life of, of thought and like physical. Uh, so Donshari, I believe it, uh, it promotes simplicity in your day to day and, and mental life. It allows for you to focus on what truly matters and it clears room for you to more clearly experience your life. You know, we all, we all have been blessed with this, this wonderful life. Why not go into it with the availability to actually experience it? You know, um, you know, everything from, uh, Buddhist culture to Zen monks, to Steve Jobs, Mark Zuckerberg, Albert Einstein, Thomas Edison, Nikola Tesla, Elon Musk, they, they all have, they all share the concepts of Donshari. So does, you know, millions of other individuals, but it's really in their own way, they've figured out ways to declutter their mind or declutter their lives. Steve Jobs had almost no, um, pieces of like physical furniture in his house. Uh, Mark Zuckerberg and Steve, you know, he, he adopted Steve Jobs who adopted Albert Einstein's uh, like wardrobe replicating the same color style of pants and the same color style of shirts just to eliminate the thought process behind, you know, what, what do I need to wear today? You know, that's something I can definitely get on board with. Yeah. I hate, uh, I hate trying to figure out what to wear. It's the worst. <laughs> That's why I like work days. Put on my work shirt. Put on my work pants. <laughs> Easy. I know exactly what I'm going to wear. The work they wear. <laughs> I mean, seriously. Yeah, well, think think about it, man. Like, we, we wake up and we we only have a limited capacity to, like, what we can think about. Yeah. If we are giving any energy towards deciding what to wear... That's just a, a lack of energy that we can put towards the things that are most important. Man, I hate it. I mean, I know I know you guys listening can relate to this. Even as a man, you know, like, I feel like women probably struggle with this more. But even as a man, like, going in, if I know I'm going to go out to dinner or go to a friend's house or even to the movies, it's like, man, what am I going to wear? You know, what kind of mood am I in or what kind of where am I going what how do I want to represent myself and a lot of times this can be kind of stressful like I don't know what I want to wear I don't what would you say to the person that's sitting there listening and they're saying something like well what do you expect me to wear the same thing all the time it's like I mean I kind of already do like I might have different color shirts but I try to wear I like to wear what's comfortable and what's what's easy you know and to me, that's the most important thing. I don't really, I could look like a million dollars, right? But if I don't feel comfortable, what's the point? You know, I want to be able to be comfortable. I think for me, that's the biggest thing when it comes to wearing clothes and um, just having so many different clothing options and styles. Like, oh my gosh. It's man, clutter. It's, it's clutter lot. within it itself. Is, yeah. It's, um, you know, I guess it comes into the argument of, like how do I express myself physically like creative creatively it's to me it's more of uh you know if if I'm thinking less about what I'm wearing and I guess expressing myself in the physical manner I can then 
in turn offer more expression of myself creatively, like mm. through through my actions and uh, give my full creativity through like my thoughts yeah. and exp- explaining and, yeah, and, and, my, and my personality, my character. Exactly. Yeah. Man, that's I think too, you know, a lot of thought that goes into what you're going to wear is really a thought of how are other people going to perceive me? And you know I mean, I mean, I, I do agree to an extent that what someone wears is, you know, I mean, like if, for example, if I'm walking into um, a bank and I'm wearing like a mask and sunglasses and a hat, like they might misinterpret my outfit and think I'm going to rob them. <laughs> so no, but I mean, seriously though, the reason why I mentioned that is because, you know, if you're wearing a certain style of clothing, it does, it, it can cr- um, create judgment from others. But at the end of the day, that's irrelevant. Right. You know what I mean? Like, it really is irrelevant what other people are looking at you um, thinking. But we're kind of getting off topic here. Yeah, so as far as Don Shari, how how can you implement and... First thing to know is the whole idea of decluttering or minimalizing, uh, it can be difficult and it can, you know, there's a certain level of difficulty to it, but that's only if you tell yourself that. We inflict upon ourselves and tell ourselves what is difficult and what we cannot accomplish every single day. And just remember that the only thing preventing us from doing what we truly want are the stories we tell ourselves as to why we can't. So how do we get started? Com- I know. Commit yourself. I just want to say something. Say it. I got rid of six bags of clothes the other day. Wow. Six bags, guys. So I can't even believe that I had that many clothes. It was ridiculous, and I can't even express how how free I feel. And honestly, there's so many more things that I can get rid of, and not just in terms of clothes, but just like stupid miscellaneous items that I've purchased over the years that I don't use. And then when I think about them, I honestly, I'm not going to say like I get stressed out, like I'm stressed, but it's it's kind of like this annoying I this annoying thought process like I've got these things that I don't use and then I feel like I got to use them but it's time consuming cuz I've got other things We're going to gonna, we're going to we're going to peel the it's, layers of all this back. Mm. We're going to get tactical and go step by step. So I'm I'm gonna I'm, I'm going to actually maybe I'll ask you some questions about you uh eliminating downsizing and okay. decluttering. So All right, cool. Step 1 I believe in Don Shari is to commit yourself. So developing the skill of parting with your possessions and parting with unnecessary thoughts. So first thing is committing yourself to the idea of it. If you keep sitting back and, you know, telling your story of like, I can't and I, I, you know, why should I, or I won't just the first level one is commit yourself to the idea. Yeah. You know what? I've got 30 pairs of socks. I'm going to, Reduce it to fifteen. I'm gonna I'm gonna commit myself to the idea that I can operate under these terms. I'm gonna commit myself to to not have these certain thoughts every single day and and set the groundwork for yourself. So I believe step two is 
and this is part of Donshari, is the refusal process and refusing the accumulation of possessions, you know, that that rule our sense of self-worth. So first things for you with the decluttering of some of your possessions, what do you think it was that helped you get to the level of committing yourself to to the skill of parting with your possessions what what how did you reach that level of commitment my wife Layla <laughs> she's like you gotta go through your stuff <laughs> okay I'm committed <laughs> yeah I was like all right, all right yeah, we're gonna do it no that's absolutely that's 100% fact that was all her all and, right. uh, but I, I, I wanted to do it it was just the act of going through you know each article of clothing and going okay the thing is, is I have a lot of clothes that I probably only wore like once and, and I felt bad getting rid of them. Granted, we're, we're, I'm donating all the clothes, like they're going to go into a clothing box, but, um, but I felt bad. I felt like, man, you know, I gotta, I gotta at least wear it again. But the truth is, is like, I didn't really care to wear it. So it was just kind of this constant, like, oh, okay, well, let me just hang on to it for a little longer. And I'm not a hoarder by any means, you know, please don't misinterpret that, but um, it was a little difficult because I felt being, I felt like I was, um, being wasteful. Like I hadn't really utilized that, those, those clothes as much as I intended to when I originally bought them. And that was a struggle for me. So she helped me get over that. She's like, come on, we're going to, we're going to go over it. And I started to very quickly in the process of going through the clothes, just being very much, um, uh, what's the word I want to use? It was like impulsive. So I looked at the clothes and I'm like, all right. Yeah, are you gonna wear it? Yes or no? Yes or no? Is it comfortable? Nope. Get rid of it. Are you, you gonna wear you, it? Nope. You, get rid of it. You hit the refusal stage. You yeah. hit. You hit the. Um, you you refuse to not only accumulate, but you refuse to believe that those things made you who you are. You you you, you know we we are not our things, and we. You know once you once you refu- refuse the idea that kind of like going back on the going out and being a reflection of the the clothes you're wearing refuse the idea that you are your possessions because we are not our possessions and you also went through this step you asked yourself you know and this is a great uh practice is before you buy anything new or as you're going through the items that you may be uh, alleviating yourself of, ask yourself, is it something I actually need? Is this something I actually need? I've done that before and prevented myself from purchasing dumb things. Yeah, you know, useless things, things that have no, no place or don't deserve a place in, in, your, in your life. Um, just ask yourself, is this something, is it something I actually need? Same thing goes with thoughts and words, you know? Absolutely. Will this thought, will this, uh, direction that I'm taking myself, will what I'm about to say, you know, it's, it's part of, um, you know, the four agreements being impeccable with your word. It's, it's, does this serve me? What I'm about to say does it serve the direction I, I plan on carrying myself? I plan on, 
you know, the person I, I want to be is, is this something I actually need to be like? Is this how I need to be? You know, it's not, again, it's not just a physical thing. Decluttering is not just decluttering your physical like space. Minimalism is, is both physical as much as it is mental. Uh, I, I think a, a key part of this, a key part of um, clarity is really taking small steps. The, one of the biggest hurdles that most of us uh, get into or, or get, get faced with or challenged with are in anything that we're doing, whether, whether this is uh, a life um, accomplishment or like a new level that we're trying to reach, is we take too large a steps and then we get thrown off. I think a big part of Donchari is when you're when you're decluttering either your mind or your physical space is to take small steps first. You know, is talking physically, ask yourself, you know, this is something I, I started doing. I went from a very large home down to a one bedroom apartment and I had it already predetermined in my mind and I committed myself to eliminating X amount of stuff or X percentage of my belongings and one of the things that really helped me get through it was if I hadn't used it in a month, it was gone. Mm. And then, you know, I, I would separate those things that I hadn't used in a month. And I asked myself, do I actually need this? You know, and it could be different. The time, the time frame for you could be different based on your own lifestyle. It could be a week. It could be a day. It could be a year. You know, maybe you live in a very seasonal area where, no, you know, you haven't worn that jacket in a year. But there may be, you know, a time when you you do need that item. So don't part ways with that. But if you've got four of them, <laughs> you know, a little different. So... Take small steps. Is it something you haven't used in a week? Is it something you haven't used in a month, a year? Ask yourself, is it something you actually need? And then start. One of the biggest biggest uh, things to get over or that prevents us from heading in the direction that we need to is just, you know, few of us actually never get around to starting. So start small, take the small steps and reward yourself on a small incremental basis and, you know, do what Tone did and start placing things in a a donation box, you know, do it right now, look around. If you're listening to this right now, you're sitting at a desk, you're in your car, you know, just look around. Have you not used this thing in a week? Have you not used it in a month? Six months. Do you actually need it? Yeah. And do something with it right now. Grab a box and put that item into the donation box or discard it. What is up, launchers? We just wanted to give a shout out to our show sponsor. It is a company that we love and use ourselves. And as you know, we here at the Human Launch Project value health, time, and attention above all else. And what better way to share these values than with a cheesy Gouda card? Yes, cheesy G-O-U-D-A card. You can find Cheesy Gouda Card Greeting Card Company on Etsy. With a Cheesy Gouda Card, 
you get the perfect blend of style, class, humor, and creativity in a way that no other card company does it today. These are super cool, ultra funny, created with today's trends, topics, and celebrities in mind. Whether it be an anniversary, birthday, wedding, pregnancy, or just want to tell somebody that they rock. Well, they really have something for every situation and you can even customize them as well. I personally enjoy the Break Laws, Drink Claws birthday card or the You Rock Dwayne Johnson and his 80s gear card. Whatever the occasion, Cheesy Gouda card has you covered. And now they are offering THLP listeners 20% off their order with the code LAUNCH at checkout. That's L-A-U-N-C-H at checkout for your 20% discount. We're going to provide a link at the show notes. So check it out. Check out Cheesy Gouda card. Now back to the podcast. Start with the items that are they're blatantly, they are junk. They are unusable items. You may even have like an empty soda can that's occupying space on your on your counter. Get rid of it. An empty jar of mustard. Here's a here's a great thing to do that I think very few practice is open up your refrigerator and, and go through the jars. Like, is there an empty or a virtually empty condiment? You know, is there Go through and check out the expiration dates on some of those things in your fridge. Yeah, start with the fridge. Start with There's the fridge. There's going to be a lot of stuff in the fridge for sure. I know. Yeah, that's it's so funny you say that because I was actually just going to mention the fridge. Or like, let's go back to the desk. Do you have a like a pen jar? I have like a little area that I keep pens. Do you have like a couple broken pens? You know, like donate them. Somebody else could utilize that pen. And uh, recognize like how liberating it is when when you actually are able to to find value in a different area for something you're donating something somebody else has a use for that that's liberating you know and and then once you've decluttered your home or your workspace or decluttering your calendar you or or let's go back on the um like the mental part of it decluttering your relationships you know, I just had a talk with somebody about like like time vampires, people that approach you and they, and they they don't value your time. Finding out ways systematically to showing them how valuable your time is and eliminating these time vampires, decluttering your your mental space, you know? That's huge. Sometimes people don't even know that they're vampires until you tell them. Well, or you just don't ever tell them anything again. <laughs> I mean, why even, you know, who wants to be told that they're a vampire? I don't think many people do. You know, if it's a good friend of yours, you might want to break it down for them. But honestly, in my opinion, I've dealt with a lot of vampires and I just, I just, not out of sight, out of mind. So you got to get rid of those too. Yeah. Separation. Another big piece of Donshari. So like fully detaching yourself from items, thoughts. Having a non-attachment to material items, it reduces stress. And Wayne Dyer talks about that real quick. Um, he has a statement. He says, be open to everything and attached to nothing. And I really like that. That resonates a lot with me. And I think not being attached to things, whether they're ideas and beliefs. I think for me, that's the area that it really resonated with me. But I think it also applies to um, items, objects and things in your life that are physical um, because it definitely helps. I mean, you know, I think we all have something in our house that we feel like if we 
got rid of it, it like it would be difficult to get rid of. Like it could think of a, a piece of jewelry, right? Something with sentimental value. Well, there's a there's a difference between appreciation and attachment. Agreed. And I'm but I'm what I'm referring to is attachment. And you know, feeling like if you lost something that it would take a part of you that's something that I and it might be challenging but yeah. you know I don't I can't think of one physical thing in my life like object or item that if it that if if it got burned down in a fire or I lost it that I would be completely devastated that you wouldn't be you yeah it wouldn't change who I am right and but I think that there are I think that there are people that are very attached to items and you know if they lost it or it was taken from them um it would greatly impact their self-identity so i recommend that this particular uh process of decluttering um it it comes directly out of goodbye things by fumio sasaki he i guess he's a photographer and one of his things was you know and i'm very similar in this regard i do have things from the past that I've always loved, whether it's like a trinket or a thing I got on a trip or, you know, what have you, but it can be very difficult for us to part ways with these mm-hmm. things. And one of the, one of the uh, examples he gives in the book is he suggests to take a photo of it. So you still have, you know, a, a, a visual of it and, and then digitally, you know, just download it into like a photo file, go through all those like really awesome things that are, you know, it's not necessary that they have a physical place, but just having like the memory Mm -hmm. and being able to like, uh, flip back and, and see the item that will serve this, uh, you know, a very similar purpose without occupying that that much space. Just, just take a photo of it, create a photo album of all your, your great things and, you can always revisit them, you know, and you can, you can duplicate them and send them off. It's like you do with your exes. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I cracked myself up. Don't mind me. (laughs) So the idea of Don Shari really, it, um, it's, it's, it's an ability to think without limitations. Uh, you know, our thoughts shape our world. And when we get intense clarity around our thoughts, then we're able to gain intense clarity around the shape of which we, we want our future and our world to look like. And also, uh, our, our outer world, it's a reflection of our inner world. Just look around. Is your world cluttered? Are there things thrown all over the place? Are they you know, are, are they heavy objects? Are it, it does not a lot of it make sense? Is it just really just all over the place? Your your outer world is a direct reflection of your inner world. Like, is, is your car, is it messy? Is your bed often unmade? Are your clothes all over the place? Uh, have you not really picked up? Is that can, in fact, empty on your countertop? Is is are things a little bit dirty you know the the clutter it just adds to who you are on the inside mess equals stress 
That's my favorite. I know. Man, that's that, cool. that, that line is so, it's so true. It's so simple and it's so true. It's, it's a fact. Um, give a couple examples in our own own lives for you guys. Just give you a peek into like our day-to-day. Um, some some rules. I, I'm a firm believer in mess equals stress. And the more things you have to think about physically the less you can actually think about in like your own operating day to day and like the impact you want to have on the world. So moving into this one bedroom apartment from a four bedroom house that was more than four times the size of this place, it's, it's been liberating on so many levels and it's been delivering every single day. I've been eliminating physical objects and, and thoughts that, you know, it's not just decluttering your environment physically. It, I've been working on decluttering my mind and I've been setting intentions every single day on, you know, what does my physical world look like and what does my mental world look like and how can I operate through a day with intense clarity. And for the physical side of it, I've implemented a few rules and I've definitely been asking myself, you know, is this something I need both physically and mentally. Um, but one of the things that served me the most so far is I've uh, instilled a one in two out policy, no matter what it is. So let's just say clothing, for example, if I buy a new pair of shorts, I then will go into my closet and find all of my shorts and I'm bringing one in two have to go okay i gotta stop you there because mathematically if you continue on that you'll end up nothing but naked (laughs) (laughs) asking me for clothes no i'll just have one (laughs) no (laughs) no you won't because at the end of it if you brought one home and then you've only got one left then you have to get rid of what you just bought (laughs) and then you're naked asking me for clothes bro (laughs) you guys hear this (laughs) i think you should change it to a one in one out just no not now all right May, okay maybe in the you can always yeah, change it yeah. in the future i do like that I, I definitely i agree um real quick uh um <laughs> <laughs> no since you moved i'm just at your door naked and i, I just say <laughs> two out one in <laughs> better get away from me with that bro um no but i i can definitely relate to um the liberating feeling of downsizing and just having less things to, um, it's not like, it's not like you actively think about them, but I feel like there is just, it's hard to, for me, at least right now to put into words why it's so liberating and why it really is almost like a stress reliever. Like when I cleaned out my closet and I should say when I cleaned out four closets, cause I had clothes in multiple closets in my house, um, it was ridiculous, but I've accumulated clothes over the past like nine years and um, <clears throat> going through them, my wife and I were just kind of laughing at like, you know, some of the stuff that I was wearing nine years ago. And uh, anyway, um, but it was such a great feeling. And it's not like I'm going into each closet every day like, oh, my God, there's so much space in here. It's just literally knowing that I don't that I've just eliminated all these unnecessary potential options when I'm looking for something to wear. 
they're just not there. It they don't they don't exist. I have this is what I have right in front of me, and this is what I'm rolling with. And you can you it's can open freeing. up that space of like where is your mind gonna go now? You get you have the option now of utilizing that mental space to the thing that actually like you were here for. Yeah, you know yep. you you don't have to worry about. And it, it is a sense of worry that, you know, I got I got this closet over here with these pair of pants that I haven't worn in five years. Like, when am I ever going to wear those? Can I wear them today? Like, is that a thing? <laughs> and it's like, why even think that way? Why yeah. not think about the objective at hand of being the best version of yourself and delivering delivering that to the world rather than even having for a moment any sort of thought behind that those five-year-old pants that are chilling in the closet yeah. that you barely ever open but the one of the main reasons why i really wanted to get behind this was one my own situation of of downsizing my life and really trying to gain as much clarity and behind my purpose but back in the day um tone went to uh, a canine training uh, school um, prior to opening up his company and one of the things that I'll always remember is him telling a story of he lived in essentially like a dorm, right? Yeah, it was actually a like a trailer, like a three-bedroom trailer on property. And he, he tells a story about while he was there, he had like like one bowl, one fork, one one like cup yeah, or one cup. And and you always reflect back on that like every now and then and I, I don't know what's really sparks like when you tell me these things but you tell me how like freeing it was and I can't I can't even imagine right without that knowing that you didn't have to think about the bowl or the fork or the plates or the utensils or all this other stuff you know you had the one cup the one bowl the one fork how much more you were able to learn and digest yeah. at that time in your life because of that. I loved it. Um, when I think back, I would totally, <clears throat> I would, I would totally live in, in that kind of fashion of just having just a couple of things. I even said this to my wife. I said, we have like two sets of silverware, <clears throat> and um, and I said to her, I was like, you know, and we have all these coffee cups. Oh my god. Anyway, <laughs> um, so my point is is when i was in school having like just I, I i had like a couple forks a couple spoons but the thing is is that when i would use them and i wanted to eat again later it was i would normally just rinse it or wash it and right. then use it or when i was done with it i would rinse it and wash it and um it, it's so much easier but like now you know we have all these we have two sets of silverware and it's like, oh, I need a fork, and then you use it, and then you toss it in the sink, and it's like, oh, I need another fork, and then you go grab another one, and then she needs a fork, and she needs a spoon, and we use a knife, and then all of a sudden, it's like, I'm like, how many people live in this house? There's so <laughs> many freaking pieces of spoons and forks and knives and plates. It's like, there's just two of us. Why do we have so many things in the sink? And the reason for that is because we have so many things. We have them, and there, to me, it's like eliminating options. When you eliminate options, in my opinion, your life becomes easy. And I tell my clients this with their dogs. 
And no, not that's to, a fact. And not to bring it into dogs, right? Because this is not what this podcast is about. But like I tell people when they're raising a puppy or and they have a, a dog and, and a new dog, a rescue dog. It's like when you allow this dog to roam around the house and entertain themselves and do this and do that, you're giving them too many options. Then you get stressed out because your dog wants to do all these things. But if you put your dog on a leash and you tell them to lay down and that's their only option, then you can enjoy your movie. Right. But if you allow your dog to roam around, then they're they're getting into this. You got to stop the movie. You got to get up. And so and to me, just having all these options, it, it creates stress. And a lot of times and we don't even realize it was so a lot of times we think options are are better. But let me give you guys another example. When you go to the grocery store and you're trying to pick out a bread. Right. How much time? Bread, how much time how, of your life like has been 50 selections of bread? You know, and and I'm and I don't want to. I'm not trying to get into like, you know, um, like monopolies. And, and I'm not saying that monopolies are good. But please don't misunderstand that. But what I'm saying is, when you have so many options, it can be stressful because you like, do I choose this one? Because for me, I'm a bit of a perfectionist, so I want the best one. So in general, I feel like eliminating options really helps with the decision making process. And in terms of having multiple items at home, it's the same thing, eliminating those options. If I've only got like two forks, then guess what? When I need a fork, I got to make sure that the one I have is clean. And I bet you, I bet you whenever you open a cupboard and you're in the coffee cup cupboard with 10, 15 coffee cups, you always tend to grab the best one. Or the one, exactly. And the same thing with like um, food in the pantry. Um, I, one of the things I loved about when I was in school was I had, man, my pantry was so empty. I had a handful of things in there. I had a handful of things in the fridge. Um, I, cause I tend to eat the same foods, the same food groups. You know what I mean? I change them. I enter, they're interchangeable, but I tend to eat the same things. So when I like now, you know, I, we tend to accumulate things while laughing earlier, when we talked about the fridge cause we have to go through our condiments because we'll buy something <laughs> for a dinner and then we don't use it again because we just had it right. at one night for dinner. I personally like to keep things extremely simple and, and, and it's just easier. It's just so much easier. So when I was in school, I, it was like one of the best times of my life because there was, there was so much clarity for me. I was there for a purpose. I was there to learn as much as I could. I was there to, um, I was there to excel. I was there to perform, um, be the greatest student I could be. And I didn't have time to focus and worry about constantly doing dishes or cleaning up. It Mess equals you know, stress. Yeah, just doing all these things that obviously we have to do to live, but I wanted to minimalize that. And so that's what I did. I went to the store. I bought food for like the week. I prepped it, had it all ready to go. I had eliminated my options. I didn't have 55 things to choose from. I had one coffee cup. I had one cup for water. And uh, that was it. It's awesome, Simple. man. Um, Take so you back. Just to summarize, Don Shari. So commit yourself. Commit yourself with parting with certain possessions or mental thoughts. Refuse accumulation. Ask yourself, is this something I need or something I need to say? Start by taking small steps. We're not asking you to throw out 50% of your thoughts or 50% of your possessions. But just start small. Smart with that. Start with that one small thing, and and do indeed start. You know, create a create a donation box. Somebody else could really use that one 
of 15 coffee mugs. Yeah. And it, just know that it's, it's, it, it is liberating. Once you start eliminating the options, you start opening up room for thought. You start opening up room for... Um, improvement. Improvement. Can, uh, different areas to put your attention. I'm telling you guys from experience. And you, if, you, if you look, I watched a TED Talk one, one day uh, a while back, a couple years ago actually, and this guy was talking about how him and his wife pretty much sold everything and downsized and just how liberating and and um freeing it was and how much it improved their lives and i can absolutely um agree with that when i when i was in school and even in other times in my life when i had less items it was a simpler time and it's very very freeing yeah and just remember mess equals stress and our thoughts shape our world why not why not create the thoughts we want to have and uh you know be impeccable with those thoughts rather than offering time in our mind towards the thoughts of what am i going to wear today or what coffee cup am i going to drink out of or how come there's so many forks in the sink <laughs> <laughs> well guys that's the that's don shari that's uh decluttering and um hopefully you're uh after listening to this, you will be on the path of less stress, more clarity, and, uh, you know, a, a cleaner, cleaner thoughts. I just want to challenge you guys listening to go look around your home, look in your fridge, look in your closet, look in your garage, find some things that you can get rid of today, put them aside, throw them away, donate them. I promise you, you'll feel better. And I'm, like, like Dave said, we're not asking you to get we're not really, you know, you do whatever you want, but we're not saying to get rid of 50% of your stuff. Um, but I can promise you that if you get rid of the things that you're not using, it will help you. And I, I don't understand how, to be honest with you. Like, I don't know how, <laughs> I really don't. I, I got rid of a lot of clothes and I feel better. <laughs> like, I don't know how that's possible, but I feel better. Mess you know? equals stress, man. Yeah, I mean, I know there's there's some sort of science behind that and I haven't necessarily dove into that, but I feel better and I know that you guys will too. When you open up that fridge and you don't have 55 condiments, you've only got five because you only use five. So it's just going to be nicer when you open your fridge. You're like, oh, my God, this <laughs> looks so much better. Or when you go in your closet, you're like, wow, look at that. I have five pairs of jeans <laughs> instead of 50. Like, it's going to help, I promise. Yeah, and I bet you when you see those five pairs of jeans, you're going to start recognizing that you don't even wear like three out of those five. Yeah. And then off go another three. Yeah, One in, two out. Show up at Tones Naked. Butt naked. All right, guys. Uh, that's what we got for you this week. We hope you found value in this. And, um, you know, connect with us online. Hit up our website. Check us out. And uh, if you haven't yet, subscribe, rate, and review us. Helps us out a ton. And we'll check you next week. Peace. Peace. Peace.